Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to Life Grooves, the show where we explore Philadelphians' lives with their favorite music. I'm your host, Suzanne B. Miller, and you're listening to Germantown Community Radio. Thank you for joining me again this hour. I'm really happy to have my guest today, Gene Sachs, who is the CEO of Living Beyond Breast Cancer, a national organization that assists 500,000 people affected by breast cancer each year. Jean, thank you so much for being here. Well, thanks for having me. It's great. And, and I should say it's like hot July day and uh, the sun is, is shining. I'm hoping that, that it'll stay that way through the weekend. But your songs um, certainly brought a lot of sunshine to me as I was <laughs> listening to them this week. So I can't wait to share them with the listeners. Oh, that's good. I was worried I was picking too many sad songs. So. Oh, no, it, it didn't. Well, other, maybe we'll let others be the judge of that. But I, I was um, certainly bopping along to a lot of them this week. Great. So why don't we start just with music and the role of music in your life and where you listen to it, how you listen to it, when? Yeah, those are good questions. I, I feel like music when I was younger was different than music now. I, I remember... Yeah. In doing this exercise, I think is what I call it, because it's really an exercise to pick the songs and edit the songs, I thought a lot about how, for me, music is the people that introduce you mm -hmm. to the songs. Mm -hmm. And so every song was a connection back to, you know, an old friend, a time in my life. Um, yeah. And I, I thought, wow, that's amazing that, you know, you sort of pass that on. Mm -hmm. And um, I think... I don't listen to music as much as I'd like to. So doing this made me realize, oh, I, I should be doing this, and music is so accessible now. Uh, so that's kind of, I think of it as connections. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and actually that, that's a really good segue to your first song, because it is about a connection. Um, the song is Operator by Jim Croce. And, you know, the, here's this guy trying to reach out to an ex-lover who's gone off with his <laughs> best friend and... and uh, needs the phone number and I mean talk about a, a yeah. lost connection <laughs> I mean I never if you asked me a week ago would Jim Croce be be someone you'd put on your list and even put as number one I would have said no but when I started thinking about um sort of music I this was absolutely one of my first albums yeah. and I listened to it over and over again but as I listened to Operator I thought what an amazing way he expressed this universal feeling of mm -hmm. you know I know this relationship is over, but I'm going to try one more time to connect, or maybe if I yeah. say it this way, but no matter what you say, you realize, forget it, I'm not, I, I can't do this. I also yeah. love that he was talking to the operator, yeah. and that we used to actually do that. Right. There was someone you could call, and the operator would talk to you. Yeah, they would. Um, so I thought, yeah, I want to bring his song back. He's a Philadelphian. Um, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was from Philly and, oh, you know, huh. died too young in a plane yeah. crash. Um, and so it, it just sort of spoke to me. And I said, you know what, I'm going to keep this on my list. Yeah, it was such a, there was this, there's a feeling of nostalgia about it, not only just in his voice, but yeah, it's like you can keep the dime that he says at the end. And this, this, this old time, you sort of imagine him at a phone booth somewhere. Yeah. And saying it very directly, his his words are, you know, it's not complicated. I mean, I picked a lot of Joni Mitchell songs that oh. didn't end up on my list where it's much more complicated. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's very direct. He is. He is. Well, should we listen to it? Yeah. Okay. So here we go. This is um, Operator um, from the album Don't Mess, You Don't Mess Around With Jim, which came out in 1972. Um, Jim Croce. Go. Operator. 
nostalgia i still love that song it is a great there's something about it that's that yeah, yeah feels feels timeless it does um and um so you heard you had the album but did you hear it on the radio when you do you remember hearing it you know i don't really remember i just remember having that big turntable and yeah. a big box and i didn't have a lot of albums but this was this one. was one of them and you know this spoke to me even yeah. i even though i never had a relationship i'm sure <laughs> 
But you knew that someday you would. I yes. Like would I hoped be. I would be calling the operator. Right, yeah. right, <laughs> right. Not not hunting on internet for right. For, to, um, yeah, we wouldn't have imagined that. I don't think. Um, so your next song is a Grateful Dead, the, the debut of a Grateful Dead song on on Life Group. So I was oh really re- yeah first time I was I'm sort of surprised that it's taken a year and a half for them to come on. I'm the shocked. Show. I know. I mean, when when I was asked to do the show, I mean, I I knew no matter what I would have a Grateful Dead song, and thinking about which one I would have was overwhelming. Yeah. There's just so many and. So for me, the Grateful Dead, you know, I'm, a, I'm too young to really be a deadhead, um, but I wanted to be a deadhead and uh, spent a lot of time in my last couple of years of high school uh, telling my parents we were going to look at colleges or doing other things, but actually timing it to see the Grateful Dead in oh, Atlanta no and Hartford. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> so you would go off on like a college road trip and your parents yeah. thought you... <laughs> Yeah, or, you know, we are going somewhere else, and really the intention was the Grateful Dead. So I think the Grateful Dead was the first band I really, you know, it sort of, I it just was became my, I want to be this, my identity. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just the music, it was all the friends that yeah. we would see at concerts. It was, what are they going to play? When are they going to play it? Mm-hmm. Um, Did you pass around the cassettes from the live concerts and stuff? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was, I, it, that was kind of, you know, my my teens my last couple of years of high school so amazing memories and I didn't you know the, I I don't con- I, I stopped listening to the Grateful Dead probably in college I know some people mm-hmm. continued on long after they were gone but that wasn't me but anytime I hear that music you know I'm just transported back and yeah. um so you picked Scarlet Begonias so yeah. why 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 did that what why that song you know, I started listening to a lot of their songs again to say, which one do I want to play? And there's so many reasons. First of all, this song has so many great lines mm-hmm. um, from, you know, some sometimes you're shown the light in the cra- strangest of places if you look at it right. And you just can ponder that a million different mm-hmm. ways. And, you know, the sky was blue and the... I love that. Or no, the sky was sky yellow, was and, yellow and, and the sun was blue. And the sun right? was blue. Yeah. Um, but I think it's the way they describe her. And yeah. I think that's who I wanted to be yeah, yeah you know I wanted <laughs> right I wanted have to rings on her fingers and what, bells on her shoes right and also yeah. that she was just so aloof and tough yeah. and so the more I listened plus it's such a fun song yeah um and they played it so much in concert so probably every concert I went to I think I probably heard Scarlet Begonia mm-hmm. so that's why I picked it and um I could have picked so many more but uh, yeah. this was the one that I thought would be fun to just to just, just hear. Just listen. All yeah. right. Well, let's do it. Okay. Okay. This is um, from the Mars Hotel album, 1974, Scarlet Begonia's The Grateful Dead. Direction she was calling my eyes. 
just keep playing them all day i know they're still great i still just want to be 18 again yeah Yeah. and right for a lot of reasons yes for a lot of reasons i was um not having any responsibilities and knowing you're having having the time of your life yeah and connecting with people and just listening to great music yeah 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 not a bad way to be 18 yeah all right well your next song is also an older song from but we're moving into the 80s we now are. um with david bowie let's dance from this 1983 album yeah so i this one was an easy pick for me because um my i took a year off from college um i went to hampshire college so you oh, know they yeah. didn't we didn't yeah. have we weren't like juniors right. whatever we were just the year you entered but so i finished two years and then i took a year off and i worked in washington and i met an amazing friend who I've lost touch with, um, Paige, and we decided that we would travel through Europe, you know, when we finished, so in the spring. And our, okay. our plan was we would go for a month and mm-hmm. we'd come back and we'd work. Well, we stayed for four months. Mm-hmm. I have no memory of having money, how we did anything, right. but what right. I know is we went out every night. Mm-hmm. We never paid for any drinks. Right. <laughs> and right. David Bowie, Let's Dance, was playing no matter Everywhere. where we were. And Paige and I had sort of made up this dance to the song. And, um, you know, it's just these steps that we yes. would do together. And then everybody in the club would do it with us. Yeah. So it just brought back, I don't even, can't even believe you go to Europe without a cell phone. I don't even know how no, we I, did it right. all. No, but yes. <laughs> you know, my parents, for whatever reason, you, just said, okay. You had American Express travelers checks and you'd cash them every so often and get a right. letter at the, po- you know. Right. right. And if yeah. you wanted, I, I think I met up with my brother at one point and we just sent letters to different embassies yeah. and, and figured out like where we would meet. Yep. And it was the 80s. Yeah. It, it was, I think this song came out in 1983. And yes. I think it yeah. was 1983 when we were traveling. Um, so this was just so, you know, Everywhere. just the time period. Uh, well, it's a great song. And um, I was saying during the last break that I just rewatched the video. Mm-hmm. Three, And it is a wackadoodle video, which I'd completely forgotten. So to listeners out there, if you want to sort of see a time warp um, yeah, <laughs> but also to see how young and beautiful yeah. David Bowie uh, was. Well, and he was in that streamlined suit yes. era. And I think he probably was dating Amon at the time. She I'm probably sure. told him to like, <laughs> you know, snap up a little bit. But uh, right. yeah, he's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a great <laughs> and a great song. 
Yeah, and a fun, great song to dance to, but yeah. just, um, you know, just fun. So I thought not everything has to be heavy, right? Yeah, so absolutely not. Have a song that's just fun. Okay. Well, to your li- to listeners, you're listening to Life Grooves on Germantown Community Radio. I'm your host, Suzanne B. Miller, and my guest today is Gene Sachs, the CEO of Living Beyond Breast Cancer, and we are about to play Let's, Let's Dance by David Bowie.
Because that's another one I could keep listening to. I know, from the minute it starts. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's simple, but it's... Yeah. It's... I know, we should go out dancing. Exactly. <laughs> Put on our red shoes. Go to one of those 80s Just, clubs. Right. Do they... Yeah, I'm always trying to find an 80s club. I guess they must exist. I think they do. I have a friend that goes dancing regularly. Oh, really? That's, that's the music she likes. So, okay. yeah, I think they're out there. All right. You can we'll get those red them. shoes and... <laughs> There you go. <laughs> become an empty nest. When I become an empty nester, that's what I'll start doing. Um, okay, so your next group is the Roaches. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Mm-hmm. And I've I have never heard of this group before, so I'm so curious about them. Why they're on your list? The song you chose? Everything about them? So, yeah. So, so they kept tell. they kept moving on and off my list, <laughs> but um, I mean they are a band. They're sisters, the yeah. Roaches. Um, they're a family, and I. I learned of them when I moved back to Philadelphia after college um, and met one of my best lifelong friends, Margaret, um, and she has five sisters. And, you know, I just have one brother. So I was like, oh, my God, you have five sisters? How cool is that? How cool is that? And then she listens to the roaches and their sisters and they sing. And, And of course, Margaret's sisters sing also. Um, and they, I think they only made a few albums. To yeah. be honest, I don't know that much about them. But I, from the moment I heard this song, you know, it just kind of gets right to you. It's like this is a really beautiful song, and I yeah. think "Love Radiates Around" is something we we all need. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, Margaret's mother passed away. I guess it was last year, and her sisters sang the song at the memorial. Oh, so it was, wow. you know, sort of brought back up for me. Yeah. Yeah. And. When you hear the song, I thought that they were Europe, a European group, but they're from New Jersey. Yeah, no, I think they're funny. local. Yeah, there's, the, but there, there's a sound. There's something about them that made me think that they it was like different. I don't know. Yeah, and so. they they harmonize, and yeah. I think they really play off of each other. I think some of them went on to have their own albums, and okay. you know, their own, but obviously never became David Bowie. Right. Or the Grateful Dead. They're not the household names. Um, and I really wanted to bring some more women into my mm-hmm. my list because I, I think it's easy for me to just go to the like British explosion mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. i got to get my women. Right. Let's clear this up. <laughs> so you've got three of them. I know. In one fell swoop with the Roches. I did. Um, well, this song um, is an album that came out in um, 1985 called Another World. But I read that they... they sort of did a lot of stuff in the 60s and 70s, and Paul Simon oh. discovered them or something. It was kind of a, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't do any reading. Yeah, that was a, that's sort of what I read about them. But um, but then they, yeah, they sort of, fiz- not fizzled, I shouldn't say, but they probably got on with their lives. And I think so, like yeah. Like a lot of women. Like, it happens, <laughs> right? <laughs> you wanted to be a rock star? Nah, you got other responsibilities. So. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Well, let's uh, let's listen to it because it's a it's a great song. Um, Love radiates around by the Roaches.
so interesting to me it's like be not bebop but like sort of this old-fashioned sound but then really modern and yeah and just know. their voices are so beautiful I think the way they yeah. harmonize yeah but there's this eeriness yeah you're bit, right in that at least in that song yeah so everyone should like pull up the roaches you yeah. can find them so r-o-c-h-e-s yes should say not not like the, the cockroach, cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> was there another band called the roaches I don't know. I don't know. Why. Well, the Beatles, I guess. Yes. Right. But yes, the Beatles. Different. But um, yeah, so the Roche sisters. Yeah, um, they, they. You can find them easily. There's a lot of good music. So okay. I'm glad to bring them. Bring them out. Yeah. So thank you for that. So your next song is another just great song, um, "Northern Sky" by Nick Drake. Um, has been on the show. This is now the second time. Oh no. No, that's okay. That's good. It's such a great song. Um, I was trying not to repeat, but uh, <laughs> it is a great song. I, I, nobody probably has my story, though, right? I want to hear Although it. I'm sure everyone has a story. I, so tell it. Tell. Um, so this really connects to when I, when I met my husband, John. Um, so I always like to joke that, you know, if there were two things that I think convinced John that I was someone worth, you know, worth spending time with, I'm not even going to say dating, because I don't think we dated in the 80s, right? Um, one was that I drove a stick shift. Oh, there you go. And, you know, I had an old Subaru and it wasn't just that it was a stick shift. Like it wasn't automatic steering. Oh, so right. literally you like, like crank. Yeah. Like lived park. on Bainbridge, you know, you'd be, and I was an expert at it. So that was like, okay, Hey, she can drive she a stick shift. Yeah. And I had a lot of Billy Bragg, um, cassettes <laughs> and Billy Bragg did not make it onto my list, but, um, there were so many songs I could have used, but I decided, you know what, I'm just going to talk about Billy Bragg instead of playing one of his songs. So I think John thought, wow, she has Billy Bragg and she drives a stick shift, you know. She's interesting. You know, maybe I'll... So I'm sure you remember this. So for the first two years that we were together, he lived in New York where he is from and I was in Philly in graduate school. And, you know, one of the things you would do when you would meet someone is you'd make them a mixtape, right? You'd pull all your favorite songs, (laughs) Um, you know, from all your, and you'd, you'd you'd name it and you'd put Mm -hmm. like a cool cover on it. So we, you know, we did our music exchange and, you know, John introduced me to some amazing music that I had never heard of. And if he's ever on your show, you'll hear The Wedding Present and Tom Verlaine and television and the Mekons. Okay. Um, But Nick Drake was, was one of those um, songs. And, you know, I, I remember driving from the city to Bryn Mawr where I was going to graduate school and I'd listen to these tapes over and over again thinking, mm. is there a message in here? Right. Like, does he really love me? Oh, <laughs> on the school call. Right. The is deep it, thoughts. Exactly. You know, in my Subaru switching. Um, 
but anyway, Nick Drake didn't live very long either. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of tragic people who didn't live too long on my list, um, but has an incredible voice. Mm -hmm. And this song is just, it, it's haunting, I think. It's, I think if uh, someone I was dating put this song on a cassette tape, I would think he was in love with me. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I don't think there's anything hidden, Penny hidden message yeah, in so that I, cassette tape. I think you're probably right. <laughs> Um, I'm sure he's listening. He might be, you know, one of the only people. But anyway, I we have a we have lots of no. Listeners. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So that I yeah. I wanted to, you know, I thought let me I, I want to include this because if I think about sort of uh, John and sort of our our early years, I mean, yeah. we've been married I think almost 29 years. Wow. Um, but this this music was was a big part of the beginning, yeah. and I don't have that tape anymore. Oh no. Uh, and I don't know if it got thrown away or if it's just in a box. Do you remember box. all the songs on it? Could you re like I, recreate a list uh, or something? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But um, it, it's sad. I wish I had yeah. saved that because right. not that I they would were, have any way to play it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you could find a way. But yeah, those shoe boxes became where you could put your cassette tapes. Yeah. Too. All right. Well, let's listen. Because I, th I this to me is like just the perfect love song. There's just beautiful um so it needs needs to be heard yeah all right northern sky nick drake from his album brighter later from 
beautiful it is i'm practically crying (laughs) yeah he's he's was an amazing talent yeah yeah and unfortunately as you said died died too soon from for the wrong reasons too yeah i mean i guess it's always they're always wrong reasons but these tortured talented people yeah they have a lot of they have a lot to hold i think i think that's right and that is unfortunately a segue to another amazing talent, Amy Winehouse, who too uh, was just an incredible artist who just could not um, find her way. Yeah, um, and and I would also say people in her life, I think, let her down in some big ways. Um, not that I know personally, but just from documentaries. yeah, it could be right. Well, I wanted. So, yeah, t- tell me about this song. And yeah, well, I definitely wanted to have one artist that was at least you know more current. So, <laughs> um, and I, you know, I certainly knew about Amy Winehouse, but one of my staff members gave me her CD. I don't know. It was one of those. You know, you have those staff Christmas parties, oh, yeah. and everybody like has oh. to pick what they want and you know bargain for it. But I was like, I want those CDs. I think it was Amy Winehouse and Adele. Oh. And so I don't have, you know, I didn't have a lot of CDs in my car, so I listened to this one over and over again. And then I did eventually see the documentary mm-hmm. um, on Amy Winehouse. But her voice is an instrument. You yeah. know, she's such a, so powerful. And her story is so tragic. Mm-hmm. But I love the title of this song, Tears Dry on My Own. Yeah. Um, you know, tying back to like, you know, that's, in the end, we all have to figure that out, right? We have to figure out how to sort of get through our grief and mm-hmm. our love, lost love or whatever it is. And yeah. I think this song is, you know, it, it's powerful that way. It is. It is. Um, but there is that hint of tragedy yes. in it as well. But, um, but yeah, it's a beautiful song. I, and I think we should listen to it. We should. Okay. Here we go. So Tears Dry on Their Own by Amy Winehouse from the 2006 album Back to Black. It's the darnest that we know And this regret I got accustomed to Once it was the ride When we were at our height Waiting for you in the hotel at night I knew I had him at my match But every moment we get snatched I don't know why I got so attached It's my responsibility 
You don't own nothing to me but to walk away. I have no progressive. He walks away. The sun goes down. He takes the day, but I'm grown. And in your way, in this blue shade, my tears dry on their own. I don't understand. Why do I stress the man when there's so many real things at hand? We could have never had it all. We had to hit a wall. So this is inevitable withdrawal. Even if I stop wanting you, that perspective pushes true. I'll be some next man's other woman. So I get off rape myself again. She's just me and I fuck myself in the head with stupid man. He walks away. The sun goes down. That song, it's so, there's such an abrupt ending to it. Too. I know. Well, she was kind of like that, yeah. you know? <laughs> I'm done. But if you see her, she was this, she, she got so thin, you know, yeah. when she was really in the throes of addiction, and yet she still had this voice, like, where did it come I from? I know. Yeah. Uh, just didn't know what to do with it, you know? Right. Yeah. It, so nice to put her out there. I know she's played a lot, but, you know, I just wanted to have her on my I, list. No, I think in not, as you said, not enough. She's yeah. Not, so... So props to props to Amy Winehouse. Yeah, um, and your next song and uh, just another just amazing song, "Trouble Me" by the Ten Thousand Maniacs, um, came, came out in nineteen eighty nine. So back to the eighties. Yeah, back to the eighties. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good year. Yeah. So tell me about this song and and why this made your list. Yeah. So I I spent a lot of time. I think there were a few that kept going on and off and mm-hmm. on and off. But I you know. I love Natalie Merchant, and mm-hmm. I've always really liked the 10,000 Maniac, Maniacs. Their music was fun to listen to yeah. and sort of really refreshing. Um, and when I went through and thought about this song, you know, 
it's really a lot of what I do in my life. I was wondering about that. <laughs> right. So talk about that. Yeah. So, you know, in running Living Beyond Breast Cancer, you know, I just help a lot of women. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, when she talks about, you know, my back is strong. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, that's what we, that's a lot of what I do. I'm like, you guys, you know, you're really vulnerable. You're struggling. Mm-hmm. And it's really an honor and a privilege to be able to do that, you know, to sort of help people through a time because they just can't do it then, yeah. but they'll they'll get there. Mm-hmm. And the video I watched, you know, she's sort of with her mother, I think. And I, you know, obviously yeah. I've taken care of my mother and I'm my dad now. But um, I think a big part of who I am is sort of helping people through yeah. difficult times. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think the message as I was listening to the song and knowing you, um, that it's okay to ask for that help. Yeah. That, 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 that part of, I think, the so much of human nature is like, no, no, I got this. I can do this. And it's like, sometimes you may not, and that's okay. Yeah. To, to, to be, be, allow yourself to be vulnerable and allow yourself to be taken care of. Yeah. I mean, the cliche is, you know, women can't ever ask for help, but I think it's really hard for most people to ask for help or to even admit that, you know, I, I need someone and, and I'm one of those people that like, I step right. Like if I'm there, I am there. (laughs) You're getting a text from me, you know, every day, maybe every hour. I'm, it's just sort of become part of what I do in my job, but Mm -hmm. then part of what I do in um, my personal life to the point that sometimes I'm like, okay, maybe that's enough. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe you need something, right. You need to ask for that. Yeah. Their help. Um, okay. Well, with that, let's listen to it. And, and I'm going to remind people too that you're listening to uh, Life Grooves on G Town Radio, 92.9 FM, WGGTLP, Philadelphia, and on GTownRadio.com. My guest today is Jean Sachs, who is the CEO of Living Beyond Breast Cancer. And um, as you listen to this song, um, think about that and think about the work that that organization does to take care of hundreds of thousands of women and men um, who are are struggling with breast cancer um, each year. So here here we go. Trouble me, the 10,000 maniacs.
Perfect song. It is. It's, a, it's great. I don't know what she was thinking, but it, it, I think it resonates for people in lots of ways. Yeah. yeah. But I think um, just knowing your story and the story of your organization and, um, yeah, it yeah. should be your theme song. <laughs> I'll get, have to call Natalie yeah, and ask get her. her at your next event. And I, I should say, you know, I went to your event, I think, um, two years ago. And yeah, it's just an amazing work that you do to help people through through, as you said, a very vulnerable times of their lives and help their families as well. Yeah. Because um, it, it's not, you know, it's not just the person, the individual right. struggling. It's sort of everybody's affected. Yeah. Well, I always say, you know, nobody's, nobody schedules a breast cancer diagnosis. Right. It, so it never happens at a good time. Oh. <laughs> it's not like, oh, next month would be a really good time for me to have breast cancer. <laughs> so I think it's, it's that you know, it's that shock, you're living your life, and yeah. then you've got to deal, deal with a potentially life-threatening disease. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you for, oh. for your work. It's so important. Um, so your next song, we're, we're, we're going back to the 1970s. And actually, as I read, uh, this is a guy who's a good friend of Nick Drake's. I know, this has um, to be a legacy of John, yeah. right? <laughs> so John, John Martin, um, and the song is May You Never. Yeah, so I don't I don't really have a lot to say about this song except okay. that every time I hear it, I am happy. And I just think it's I love the I love the words, I love the music, the whole album Solid Air. There's so many good songs on yeah. that album. And yes, I think he is tied with with Nick Drake and I'm sure I got to know John Martin because of my husband John and I know we have the album and you know, anytime I put it on, he kind of looks at me like that was the right choice. So, <laughs> um, so I just thought, you know, I don't know how many people, I'm sure he's well known, but I don't know how well known yeah. he is. Well, and I think the song is certainly well known yeah. just because of Eric Clapton yes. making it w- more well known. But um, yeah, I, I, I was reading about John Martin for the show and he's sort of, the, it seems like the musician's musician. You know, they all, a, a lot of respect given to him by people may be more famous to the public but among the crowd right. of British museums 
or British musicians. He was pretty pretty up there. Yeah, absolutely, and and great and really great. Yeah. So. so here we go. May you never. Yeah, we need Jim Croce needed to hear that song, right? <laughs> right. 
It's going to be okay, Jim. I know. I don't know how you don't lose your temper if you're in a ballroom fight. But yeah, ballroom yeah. Fight. I'm not sure how that works. I don't know either. But he, he John Martin knew. He did. He just, you know, walk away, I guess. Yeah. Be, be calm in the face of, of adversity. Right. Um, just be like, may everything work out. Like, yeah. I think it's that feeling of, and, and I think when I'm having a hard time and I hear that song, I'm like, okay, it's all going to work out. Right. Right. Yeah. You should never make your bed out in the cold. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> should. <laughs> Unless you're camping and you want to. Right. Right. But even then, hopefully you have a warm sleeping bag. Yeah. Okay. We have come to the end I of know. the show. And Jean Sachs, uh, CEO of Living Beyond Breast Cancer, thank you so much for, for joining me for this hour. It's well, been, thank you. It's been really fun. It was a fun assignment. Okay. I, I said I shouldn't, can never go back to school again because I would never... Never finish an assignment. I think I spent 30 hours thinking about songs. <laughs> but are we, yeah. we're going to play this last we one? We are. We're going to play the last one. So this is a classic Stevie Wonder, I Just Called to Say I Love You, um, from a, a forgetful movie, which I had forgotten about. Oh, what was that? It's the movie called The Woman in Red. Oh, I yeah. don't even know it's, that. So it was, this was a single that was on that soundtrack. Yeah, I... Easy. Yeah, I just, and I'll say this quickly, but I wanted to have a song that reminded me of my mother because um, it'll be 10 years in December since she passed away and she's, um, I mean, my mom had a lot of music in her life, Mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, it was like the Beatles and the Supremes and Louis Armstrong and classical music, whatever. But this song, my mom used to call me all the time and I would say, what do you want? And she was like, I just called to say I love you. (laughs) And I just think about that. Like, do we do that enough? And how great that was, Mm -hmm. you know, just to have someone, you know, I don't really want anything. I'm just now with cell phones. I mean, I don't even know she would have been calling me every minute. Um, so I just thought it was kind of a nice way to end the, end the show. Yeah. We don't need a reason. No. Just call. Right. All right. Well, with that, let's, uh, play it out for, Happy Friday, everyone, and thanks for listening. Here we go, Stevie Wonder. No New Year's Day to celebrate. No chocolate cup. Yeah.
Just go. 